What have Portugal and Brazil in common? Na? Exactly. They speak the same language, or at least almost the same language. Consequently, people move to Portugal if they have issues in Brazil, be it political, be it economical ones. And for both reasons, a lot of people leave Brazil at the moment as the country faces an ongoing economical crisis for the lower class as well as a more and more fascist regime under the leadership of Bolsonaro. Our two interview partners have quite different personal history. One being a young transsexual running away from Brazilian street violence and evangelist movements. The other one a long-time anarchist activist, for obvious reasons. Cook yourself a cup of tea, put your seat in a comfort position and get ready for a very long interview covering a lot of insights about the situation in Brazil. And don't worry, when you lose concentration, we will play you some songs directly from the Brazilian music underground. Enjoy! So we have the chance to talk about the situation and the political situation in Brazil mm -hmm. at the moment. Um, thank you for taking the time. Um, thank you. Maybe we start with, a, with an introduction of ourselves. We did it in advance about the radio already, and I think the listeners know what you, they are listening to, but they don't know who you are, so mm -hmm. I would give the word to you. Okay. Um, <laughs> hello, my name is... I'm from Porto Alegre, Brazil, but I live now three years here in Lisbon. But in Porto Alegre, I was a part of the um, of a movement called the French Quilombola. It's like Quilombola front, and uh, we defend. Uh, uh, is it was a front of defense of the um, Quilombos. You know what are Quilombos? They are a community of black people, ex-slave people that uh, they still resist in Brazil and, uh, and also of uh, indigenous population. And um, this is it. <laughs> Among all the other things that I was part there. And here I do. I'm part of a lot of other collectives as well. <laughs> cool. um, my name is... I'm 19 and I'm from the capital of Brazil, which is Brasilia. And I've been living in Coimbra, in Portugal, for a bit more than a year now. I started to do to be more connected in politics here in Portugal, actually. And yeah, I just random things about um, usually queer aspects and and minorities who are being attacked and how to deal with that. Mm -hmm. So you have been here for different amount of time in Portugal. How long have you been here and, and how does it feel to you to live here? Yeah, um, I'm here uh, three years and a half now. It was really hard on the beginning you know, because um, things here are, are, are really different. Like when I come here was when they... When I came here was when they, they deposed uh, Juma Rousseff you know, and um, and then Bolsonaro was elected, and then it was really crazy because the Brazilian situation not changed radically. Because when I was there, was I I I saw the the changes happening, but um, 
but uh, it ex ex escalates the uh, a lot, no? And now is this situation that we're gonna talk today. <laughs> yeah, um, I've been here for a bit more than a year, and it was very stressful when I first came because I came when the school year here in Europe started, so September last year, and that was actually when the voting in Brazil was happening, so I couldn't vote. It was supposed to be my first year voting, I was I just turned 18, 18, and then I couldn't vote, so I couldn't help anyone there, and I was just, like, seeing everything through TV and the internet, and, every like, every one of my friends freaking out because Bolsonaro won the election, and I just remember getting really depressed about that, and then having to deal with all the bureaucracy about being Brazilian here and everyone just talking about Bolsonaro all the time mm -hmm. and I couldn't do anything about it, so <laughs> it's very stressful. Yeah, yeah, this was also also difficult, the bureaucracy. Because here, uh, me for example, I stayed like, I don't know, two years and a half like uh, without papers, I only got my papers now. And that was really, really hard, yeah, because I couldn't, I don't know, travel. And uh, you got the little paranoid because it, I don't know the police gonna stop you mm -hmm. and, uh, and all these these things, and then you do everything right, you know. You even pay your train tickets. <laughs> 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 um, so it was like a, a, a big experience. Scary. Yeah. But now I'm, I'm with a one year <laughs> visa. What is like the most notable difference between living here and living in Brazil? As because now you've been talking a lot about the feelings towards Brazil when you're here, or like, and also a bit of bureaucracy. But like, is there like a difference in everyday life or in the way you feel? Yeah, um, for sure. For me, um, I think one of the biggest things I noticed was safety. I used to be very scared in Brazil all the time to go to the streets and seeing people at night, I guess, walking with your phone in your hand, or just being simply attacked because you're LGBT. Um, and that's something that I've learned that it's not normal when I got here. I got so used to it in Brazil that I thought it was an everyday thing, but then when I got here, I started talking to people, and they told me that it's not normal to be scared all the time. So I guess that's one of the things that was most um, impactful to me. Yeah. It's completely different. Have nothing to do with, with Brazil and, and Portugal. No, because Brazil, like um, my city, when I I went uh, out up there, it was it got very very poor. You know, because now in the in the recently years, the con the economic crisis, it crashed Brazil really hard. You know, so my city, imagine you can imagine, I come from a city that have one mil one point three million people. And like 300,000 people live it on the absolute po poverty, that they call pobreza absoluta. And um, of course, this is uh, is much more tense now because all this violence thing, now it's it's directed fruit of the inequality. Né? And here in Portugal, we see we have like social inequality. Of course, we do, but it's not so explicit as in as in Brazil. I don't know if you've been in Latin America. But in Latin Latin America, it's it's really it's it's, it's really on your face, no? Yeah. And um, and that this is it is really really different. 
some things are really different né? the other is not some, not so much né? like um, when I, I came here I was like really really antagonized with the, the local population because um, Portugal is a, is a really racist country né? but uh, yeah oh, interesting yeah. Yep. but uh, but, but it's also it's also Brazil no but they are like different kind of racism né? I think Brazil is more yeah, more structural and is more now on your face Portugal are more soft you know yeah, and, but I think it's worse I don't know. I don't know what is. You know, I don't know if it's worse, but it's <laughs> it's 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 really really hard as well. And being a Brazilian here, you, you are a different um, yeah. category. That but it uh, works. It's racism is against you as Brazilian. No, no. It, I, I think as a as a as a black man. No. Um, okay. I think it's uh, it's 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 really present. But of course, uh, as a Brazilian, you have uh, like a another layer yeah that b xenophobia actually xenophobia hmm? ah yeah, xenophobia. yeah, yeah. so but it's yeah. not because yeah. of the language which is almost the same oh, it, that it no it's also you feel like it's also, also, also because like i i did, I did the, the the masters here for example and they have like like here the portuguese academy they are having now this big problem with the brazilian portuguese no, like yeah. this is the the subject now. How is no. this the big problem? Maybe can you? Like uh, I I I I believe that to the Portuguese, the Brazilian uh, speaking Portuguese sounds like um, vulgar. I don't know. Yeah, but, they uh, usually yeah, when sound, you're... sound not not like the right Portuguese. Yeah. No, so they 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 told you they tell you that sometimes. Yeah. Now they don't do anymore because I don't give this they this do, space though. to their to anymore, you know. But like correcting you and uh, you know things like that, and it's like, man, yeah. <laughs> like I, I know the language. Don't thank you. <laughs> yeah, that usually happens when you're like in an academic environment. So you have like a, I'm doing college here as well. So if you have, uh, if you're like in a college class, the the professor will absolutely look at you and say, "No, you need to speak the right Portuguese." Mm. Oh, mm -hmm. so like Brazilian oh. Portuguese is wrong. Mm -hmm. So it's very bad. Yeah, it's a it's a power relation. Uh, yeah, but that's also really explicit. Yeah, not it's not true. only about that mm -hmm. as well. And I think that's one of the things that really got me too, because I'm very white, and in Brazil, I I usually like passed as a white person. And here I'm not seen as white person because mm -hmm. I'm seen as a Latino person. So, like, I started to see things that I usually didn't go through in Brazil, racism-wise. What did you experience? Comments? Explicit comments? Or just, yeah, like, like, behavior? It's behavioral. It's um, usually stupid jokes. They're not really jokes. So, yeah, like, stupid comments. Um... But I guess also, when I first got here, I was doing agriculture college and people weren't really receptive of me just because I was like, there were like three Brazilian people mm. in my college. And so I wasn't really feeling included and they wouldn't like come to me because I was Brazilian. And when they did, they used to make jokes about me being Brazilian. Maybe for me, it's like really interesting to hear how you can feel the differentiation between being discriminated against as a queer person and like or and being discriminated against racism wise like when do you like you know 
do you notice how do you notice that maybe the people not approaching you doesn't have to do anything with you being red as a queer person but more with the way they perceive your skin color you know what I mean yeah I know what you mean Um, I think that when I first got here I was like it was easier for me to difference those two things because I was still inside the closet so I tried to be perceived as a feminine person and people would not come to me absolutely at all like thinking that I was queer also because of that when I came out of the closet again everyone was shocked so like (laughs) so I think that's like that's why I could differentiate those things but also because of the comments and like the the meaning of the comments like they could have joked about me having short hair or I don't know looking like a lesbian or something like that but they didn't they chose to pick on me because I was Brazilian because I am Mm -hmm. Brazilian so yeah and it's interesting to be put from one pattern mm-hmm. of discrimination to the next yeah. <laughs> it's crazy somehow yeah it's very funny yeah. because sometimes I pass as a male and then I get very happy about that but then it's someone who's making fun of me for being Brazilian so I'm like yay I pass and then it's just racism <laughs> can you maybe talk about why you made the decision to come here was it more just to be somewhere else of interest or was it for economical reasons or for political reasons? Um, for me it was I earned a scholarship <laughs> and uh, that motivates me to, to, to leave Brazil and like in the in the last years in the people from academia in Brazil we don't have any perspective anymore because we don't have more, more funds and scholarship and uh, the academic environment there now is really heavy because of this, you know, the, um, um, it happened like a, a lot of, uh, of censorship of uh, like, um, um, you have like this right to win groups of students on the Brazilian universities that they like invade professors class and accuse them of being like Marxists and doctrinating and things like that. And this is, this is really a thing that is really happening now, you know? No, it's, it's not funny. It's, it's not funny. Yeah. It's, I don't know if I should cry or if I should laugh. It's, it's like, yeah, it's crazy. It's so fucked yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just so fucked up. Yeah. That's and, like... and not even, not only on the universities, they are doing that on the, on the, uh, on the school as well. No. Yeah. So when I was in Brazil, um, I, I'm, I'm a sociologist. No, I'm, I'm graduated as a sociologist, and then I passed the, the, con- the. They think to be a professor in Brazil, né? And then I, when I was going to, to assume, there was like a big um, process, how do you say process? A process, yes, of 2013. And that 2013 is an is a important topic, you should ask uh, mm-hmm. after, because this is where everything changed in Brazil. No? Mm-hmm. And then, like uh, like me and a lot of, of uh, my colleagues, we were uh, persecuted by the charges with um, formation of armed militias. That is a really crazy, completely surreal because of the demonstration of 2013, because we had like the student group at the time. And then it's a really big, uh, like they are accusing us, they are, are asking 25 years for us, no? So we couldn't, uh, I couldn't assume the, 
the professor spot. And then I was like, ah, devastated, you know, because it, it was my dream and my life project, you know. And then I start to, to send applications to outside Brazil, and then I pass here. And that's my story. <laughs> Up here. I see. Yeah. <coughs> and now you're going to have in March the, the trial. Oh, it's still open. Good it's work. still open. Yeah, yeah. And will you go back for the trial? I don't know. I, I'm thinking about that, but uh, I, I, I have to. But um, but in that situation, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, uh, I I wanna go, be I wanna be able to, to to go and back, you know. I don't want to be exiled from my from my my city, you know. I wanna to 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 have the the freedom to go and 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 came. Huh? So it's it's a real, it's a really complex situation. But it's dangerous to go back to the cat's house, basically. Yeah, it's dangerous because, uh, like, uh, the, this trial is really absurd. They are charging me and more seven people. Like, they, they are, they, what they did, they catch, like, some demonstration days. In 2013 was, like, this big demonstration. Maybe can we start at you telling us about what happened in 2013 <laughs> and how, how is this important now? You said everything changes then. Yeah, yeah. Then you can... So okay. We have a context. You, you want to have a context on 2013? Yeah. yeah maybe <laughs> we do it right now. <laughs> yeah, maybe we do it now, and then you can tell about your trial, and we get yeah. back to the specifics. Yeah. Like, to, like 2013. I don't know if you remember that we have like those big, huge demonstrations in Brazil. The tickets. Yeah. Bus it it, it the, yeah, yeah it started with the the bus fare. Now we had like a um, a bit uh, like the. The bus fare um, topic is like a huge topic in Brazil. No, it's a uh, and also like the it's also how it started in Chile. Chile right? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because this is this is really this is really interesting because this is about like the the um, right of of moving on the city and it's also about the the, the living costs. No, that are going going higher and the, you see that on the on the bus fare. No? And then we had like uh, this this movement uh, in Brazil. You have the MPL, uh, that Movimento do Passe Livre, that is the free pass movement. That is a movement that uh, it fights to be all the that uh, all the public transport should be free. Mm -hmm. And it's a movement that historically you, we have a huge presence of anarchists and autonomists and uh, political dissidents, <laughs> and in general. Um, And uh, in 2013, there was also the World Cup um, yeah. constructions. They were building, they are like completely reshaping all the cities for the World Cup. And uh, they were like mass evictions on the favelas and things yeah. like that to build the, the football stadiums and all the things for FIFA. Yeah, yeah like in, in my city was 30,000 uh, displaced. Uh, for the for the construction of the and this had a huge impact and at the time you have like this left wing government now you have the Dilma Rousseff that um, because of these these demands that was like uh, these mega events and uh, and also a lot of other other things like uh, for example they built the um, um, Belo Monte was like a, a huge um, dam on Amazon that uh, put a lot of protest of indigenous people there and then the workers party government uh, put the, the army there it was the first time that the army was used 
to assegurate a, a private construction. So it was really crazy. And then the bus fare tickets like uh, rise and that was like the drop on the... Oh, the hot stone. Yeah. yeah the, no, and the... And then it started... <laughs> Wrong metaphor, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What was that? What's going on? <laughs> and then it started like huge protest, like in my city, it started like, uh, like huge protest and it started also in Sao Paulo, in Rio de Janeiro, in Fortaleza, in Recife, in Manaus, in Brasilia. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, they started to get like real massive and real violent. Like in my, my life was the first time that I saw like this political violence, you know, against property. Like there was no bank agency in my, my town that was intact. All the bank agencies was, were, were the bread... Um, Um, yeah, yeah, and then we like the anarchist groups at this time. Also, we had like a huge influence on the on the masses, you know. And the, like we were in my city um, um, at the at the time, I was a part of the anarchist federation there. Like uh, we we are we were the like the moral authorities, <laughs> you know. Like people people really. Like no, let, let's let's hear what wow. the what the anarchists are thinking about that. Yeah. And we 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 were like we had like uh, all the days like issuing communicate uh, press release and things like that, giving our our opinions and our views on the situation. And then it started to get like too big, too big, too big. And when I say too big, it's like a million people on the streets. No, yeah. and uh, of course we lose completely the control of it. Now uh, the the movement uh, and start to have a lot of um, a lot of dispute on this this pro protest. No, uh, also a lot of right wing groups start to trying to to dispute this pro this protests. No, to and uh, and this was a real complex situation because we saw uh, this political dispute on the streets. No, and we weren't ready for it. We were completely unprepared. I heard this a lot, yeah. but I think yeah. the organizations are never ready for that. Yeah, yeah, always, yeah. Everybody's like, we weren't ready for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the people rose up and we yeah. just weren't ready. Yeah. But you had, a, and the, and you had a, an agenda in the organization for radical change? Yes, yes of course, of course yeah. we had. But what happened really no, was... On the, on the, this, was like, this was like a pre-insurrection um, A pre-insurrection yeah. with one million... Yeah, was was an insurgent movement, like in in Brasilia, they 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 put fire on the on the ministerials and 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 they they it was like a really radical. Yeah. But what happened then was the the social democrat government, yeah. it make an alliance with the worst of the right of Brazil, to stop the masses on the street. And um, this was what caused everything because, like the the Brazilian elite, they they what what was the pact now with the with the workers' party was like ah um, you you control the the streets you control the social movements blah 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 you can rule the country now in exchange you you do what the World Bank uh, you do the outer World Bank agenda now in a more human way, mm -hmm. no? And this was the pact. 
when they saw that the left didn't have the control of the streets anymore, it didn't have the control of the social movements anymore, what they did, like uh, the, 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 the capitalists do that with their employees, they, they just they threw it away, and that was the impeachment of uh, Dilma Rousseff, now, when, the, when the Brazilian president got impeached. Yeah. And then the, it, it arise the, the Bolsonaro figure. Yeah, I mean, it is, there's the saying that a half-made revolution is a double counter-revolution. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. This, this was the backlash. was yeah, was really, yeah. really, really, really heavy. And we have a lot of setters of the, the, the Brazilian right, like the evangelic church, like really mobilized the army. You know, when the, the, the army supporter, because it, it did have like a, a huge so social influence there. I mean, it's not only, only strange, it's, it's like ideological apparatus. Yeah, it's very funny for me because I was 13 yeah. when this happened. <laughs> so I was very, very young. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? When I started to have to think about politics because it started to be something that was like being thrown at me. There used to be days where, like, okay, you cannot go out today because, like, all these streets will be blocked and then you have, to, like, it's dangerous to go out. I remember my mom and my dad, like, used to be released from work because it was dangerous for them to go to work because people were putting fire on everything. Yeah, it was nice. So, like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's <terrible. laughs> What is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Rincon Sapiência conhecido também como Money Congo, certo? Quando alguém fala que eu não sou um MC acima da média, eu falo. Uh, uh, <risos> eu não entendo nada, pai. <risos> A cultura do MC ainda vive, certo? Se depender de mim. Vambora! Meu verso é livre, ninguém me cancela Tipo Mandela saindo da cela Minhas linhas voando cheia de seróida Dó das cabeças quando rela nela Partiu para o baile, fugiu da balela Batemos tambores, eles panela Roubamos a cena, não tem canivete As partes derrete que nem mussarela Quente que nem a chapinha no crespo, não Crespos estão se armando Faço questão de botar no meu texto Que pretas e pretos estão se amando Quente que nem o conhaque no copo, sim Pro santo tamo derrubando Aquele orgulho que já foi roubado Na bala de meia vai recuperando vários Zombie bomba pela quebrada tentando ser certo na linha errada vários zombie bomba bombom granada se tem permissão tá mudando sarrada seu rap é ruim na rua não tem as andanças porra nenhuma fica mais fácil fazer as tatu e falar sobre a cor da erva que fuma raiz africana fiz aliança ponta de lança um babara uma de um jeito ofensivo falando que isso é tipo uma cumba espero que suma música preta a gente assina funk é filho do gueto assuma faço a trilha de quem vai dar dois e também faço a trilha de quem vai dar uma eu não Faço o tipo de herói, nem uso máscara estilo zorro Música é dádiva, não quero dívida Eu não nego que quero o torro Eu não nego que gosto de ouro Eu não curto levar desaforo Nesse filme eu sou o vilão 300 Rodrigo Santoro, eu enfrento Coragem eu tomo, me alimento nas ruas e somo Restaurante, bares e motéis É por esses lugares que como Anjos e demônios me falaram vamos E no giro do louco nós fomos A perdição, a salvação A rua me serve tipo mordomo Tô burlando Lei, picadilha rock, quando falo rei hey, não é Presley Olha o meu naipe, eu tô bem snipe, tô safadão, tô Wesley
lei Eu tô bonitão, tá ligado, fei Seu padrão é branco, eu erradiquei O meu som é um produto pra embelezar Tipo GQT, tipo Mary Kay Como MC, eu apareci Pra me aparecer, eu ofereci Uma zima quente como Renessi Pra ficar mais claro, eu escureci Aquele passado não me esqueci Vou cantar autoestima que nem Lessi Às vezes eu acerto, às vezes eu falho Aqui é trabalho igual Murici uh. A noite é preta e maravilhosa Lupita Nyong'o Tô perto do fogo que nem o coro de tambor numa roda de jongo Nesse sufoco tô dando soco que nem Lango Lango Se a vida é um filme, meu Deus, é que nem Tarantino, eu tô tipo Django Amores e confusões, curas e contusões Fazendo minha mala do pique cigano, tô sempre mudando de corações Luz e decorações, sorriso amarelo nas ilusões Os pretos é chave, abram os portões also get a really important move, uh, moment that was the school occupation movement yeah um, 2014 and 15 no yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i remember that and i, I don't know it happened in brazil it did it, it still did. happens actually um, in the university mm -hmm. um like p people still do things where they um so you have free universities in brazil and people are getting paid less and less every time mm -hmm. and then the last government in my city started this idea to like they started to fire people but they started to fire like janitors and cleaning ladies and like coffee people mm -hmm. so the subcontractor yeah the subcontractors yeah. Mm -hmm. and uh, so like they they started to have voice about it and be like so yeah we're not we're not going to be paid less or we're not going to get fired out of nowhere and then when they started doing like having voice about it then they just getting like stupid amount of people fired so the students what they did was like rob all the janitor things and then <laughs> lock mm. them away and just like started to get the university dirty so that they need to have someone to clean it up so that people needed to be contracted mm -hmm. and that's something that still happens that started like way over in 2014 mm -hmm. together with like mm -hmm. the school occupation movement yeah this school occupation movement the, like the they occupied like thousands of school in yeah. the in the in all the brazil against one one government cut on the education and was like the 13 14 15 year old kids you know yeah. like they close and they like put an auto gestionario Assembly, But I need to say to, to close the point of the, the 2013 and the process. In the 2013, um, they approved a lot of laws like the anti-terrorist laws. 
the Workers' Party approved, the, the anti-terrorist laws, and the CELIO, um, um, that is the Law and Order Guarantee Act, and um, the creation of um, of a, another a national police, no, and um, this was like really tough. And then they they started to to make like this huge persecution in all the main cities of Brazil, like in Rio de Janeiro. This is the famous case of the 23 of Rio de Janeiro, that they are from the most of them are from Organização Anarquista Terra e Liberdade, from the OATL or anarchist organization and um, we all got um, process with really high sentences yes. yeah that we had we had nobody convicted until now because the the process they were really shallow like what they did like for in in our case they get like um, they got like three days of demonstrations you know and they say Ah, in three, these three days of demonstrations, um, a thousand cars were burned. I don't know how many stores were robbed. Ba 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 ba. And who is responsible? Are you? Because you were the organizers of the demonstrations. No, it's a, it's a new thing in Brazil. This the they call it the Domino de Facto theory. It's, 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 a, it's a new thing, like and. Uh, but they did, no? So I don't think that it's gonna go further because it's it's an absurd uh, situation. But uh, now everything's so strange and so weird in Brazil that it's yeah. possible to... to, to I don't think it's only in Brazil. It's like a new thing also happening in Europe. Yeah. Also in European courts mm -hmm. that people are starting to get um, processes... Mm -hmm. uh, with this generalized idea of you were part of it, so it's yeah. really interesting and tricky to see how this is going mm -hmm. and and when it's the first and criminal it's, conspiracy. Yes, it's um, uh, it's this kind of thing and also this oh you you were yeah, but yeah. it's not only the really organized people. It's also when you look at the G20 processes in mm -hmm. Germany, you can see like people who were at the demonstration are automatically um, con like um, convicted of being trying to be convicted of being part of something bigger yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. coming this and coming the and the they're thing, doing yeah. it again and again and i'm yeah. really waiting for the moment when it will like start hitting through yeah i mean the the, the usual legislation is that there is a deed and there's somebody exactly. responsible who did it yes. and that mm -hmm. one is judged but here we have this they put in this collective instance so yeah we say the deed is done by this collective and then mm -hmm. it only counts if you were a member of this collective and then you are prosecuted and they don't need to prove yeah. anymore exactly. who did the, the thing. Yeah. But anyway, for us as anarchists, it doesn't... No, it's just an interesting change of how it works. you got to know your enemy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still want to tell us why you, oh, why yeah. you made it here? <laughs> well, it's actually... Um, very simple. I just never <laughs> thought about doing university in Brazil. I just always wanted to get out of there for many reasons. One of them being I'm queer and I know how things are for queer people in Brazil. I'm trans and like um, trans people in Brazil have life expectancy of 35 years old. So besides wanting a better life and better opportunities for myself, I didn't want to die young, you know, <laughs> that's like a huge point. And when I finished high school, um, I started to search ways to come to Europe. 
and Portugal accepts a lot of um, a lot of universities in Portugal accept the Brazilian national exam. Mm. So I applied to like three different colleges. Talked to my mom. Was like, hey mom, mm. I'm gonna go to Europe, and she was like, yeah, mm. sure. Mm. And then that's how I came to Europe. Mm. <laughs> Are you were supported by your family? Yes, yeah. still I am. And you were alone good. here? Yeah, I am. Good, no? Mm. It's weird. <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, I guess. I just got thrown out in the world, you know. Mm. I, like, yeah. I was 17 when I, when I passed to come here. And I was like, yeah, so I'm going to Europe to live by myself. And I was like, when, how, what, how did I put myself in this situation? No. But now that I'm here, I've grown up so much yeah, in only a year, yeah. and I'm so grateful for it. Be, Mom, if you're hearing the, this, the thank parents. you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's also good. Yeah, it's, it's very good. I'm very happy that I have this opportunity because I know that a lot of people yeah, of course. don't have it. Mm -hmm. That also makes me very frustrated. So. Mm -hmm. But I think that it's also what motivates me to be like, what can I do for those people? Yeah. Now, now there is this this new wave of Brazilian immigrants now here in Portugal, and it's like really big. Uh, it's like every day there are thousands and thousands and thousands of Brazilians arrive, and they have a lot of different profiles. Like we have um, a lot of people who come here from Brazil to work on the civil construction, you know, and uh, they came from mainly from the. From Goiás and Minas Gerais, you know, in the, the interior of the Brazil. But is it related to economical crisis? Yeah, or yeah, is it, it related it, it, to it is, politics? It, it is okay. related. I, I think are the boats, yeah, yeah, the boats, yeah. Because we, uh, uh, we have these two profiles. We have this one, and we have this other that are more intellectual people you know, that come yeah. here to to breed a little because <laughs> because Brazil is really the how to say suffocating suffocating <laughs> now is a, is a really suffocating situation then they're coming here to breathe and to 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 do universities and fight for scholarships yeah I think like that, that generally is like people so you have to still profile come here to like have better opportunities yeah. be that social opportunities like me or be that economical opportunities like people usually come here yeah. and hoping to find a job that will pay them and they mm -hmm. can survive with that job because like the minimum wage in Brazil is ridiculous yeah. you cannot support yourself or a family with but there is wage. a minimum wage there, there is, is. It's there is but it's like 200 euros yeah yeah and the, you're gonna you're gonna earn that you know yeah. is that what you're gonna receive no, so so it's it's it, yeah. Uh, yeah it's it's really it's a, it's a really bad situation now, but yeah, um, I I thought I talk about these two profiles because for example here Bolsonaro won as well, no? Yeah. In the in the election. People like Brazilians who voted in Portugal. Yeah, uh, the voted majority voted to to Bolsonaro. Oh, really? But uh, yeah, but uh, most uh, because I, I met a lot of these Brazilians here, no. And and they are very like ignorance, you know, like they they they, they you, it wasn't like a reflected vote. Of course, now yeah. vote, <laughs> vote on a farce. We know it. Vote is a it's a farce. It's, yeah. a, it's a farce. Now we know yeah. it. But <laughs> surprise. Uh, yeah, but I think I think I think sometimes even the anarchists, but when the when the right wing 
like they we start to like to yeah, legitimate the vote yeah, you know like, like yeah. oh my god everybody's fascist now you know yeah. and they say oh my the vast majority of people they don't vote so cons they constantly it's not it's not so so much thinked like uh, i think coherence political coherence is a value of the middle classes, nah, the, the intellectual, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a value for, for, for everyone, you know, like uh, <laughs> for, for the worker, you know, the majority yeah. of the workers is like, it's completely secondary, like, yeah. like this. I think know? that's also the thing that like most people that come from Brazil to Europe have money enough to come to Europe, like, yeah, it's, it's very expensive. And so it's usually people who do not care at all about about minorities or mm. poor people. No, but I don't know. There like, is a lot of poor Brazilians here. Yeah, like but then they it's go to Kassain, it's like. But then a, it's also usually people that like, maybe were not educated enough, or yeah, like. No, no. Of yeah, course so not. it's like. Yeah. But like, like there is a lot of Brazilian living on the, on streets now here in in Lisbon. Oh really? Yeah, like my partner, she work on the. Um, on this um on the program of uh urine users of uh mm -hmm. of harm reduction and and needle exchange and things like that and uh, there is a lot of brazilians now on this situation like more smoking crack because brazil is uh, they think yeah. it's crack no or uh, like <laughs> smoking crack and thing like that on the here on the street and asking asking for 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 money and blah 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 blah, blah com completely uh, desamparados, uh, uh, unassisted, yeah. nah. and um, they are from a recent immigration, you know, like six months, probably one year. Are there some organizations of, of Brazilian people in Portugal? Is there some sort of organizing? Is there some there are, there community are. or something like that? Well, yeah, I'm not a part right. of any, but um, at least in my city in Coimbra, we have a lot of help um, for Brazilian people, but it's usually social help in a sense of like you're coming, you already because for you to get a visa, you usually need to have very specific things. So most people don't don't come desperate, you know. Mm -hmm. um, in, in, Coim in Coimbra, in Coimbra specifically. Yeah, yeah, in Coimbra, Coimbra specifically, because it's a small city and it's a university but city. But if you go to Porto, it's, it's a different yeah. situation, no? Yeah. Like um, here. Um, we we did an organization here um, that was called CAIP, Coletivo de Ação Imigrante Periférica. Can you translate? Action uh, uh, Collective like, uh, Immigrant uh, and Peripherical. <laughs> immigrant Peripherical <laughs> Action uh, Connection. Collective. Collective. Yeah. <laughs> like collective for yeah. action to immigrant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure, that. And, uh, and what's really interesting was um, Brazilian, Brazilians, people, but uh, then um, uh, some, some Cape Verdeans also entered, and then people from Guinea. Yeah. And um, we did a lot of actions here, and was like really good. But here also we have a lot of other collectives of Brazilian, but more linked with the um, traditional left, like Coletivos Andorinha, tem o Coletivo in Coimbra, tem Brasileiros pela Democracia, I don't know, something yeah, like that. Yeah, in Coimbra that. we have like um, yeah. Vozes Pelo Mundo, which Vozes. is 
mm-hmm. vo- uh, Voices Through the World, which yeah. is like a uh, left. Um, yeah. But they are social social democrats. Yeah, they're social democrats. <laughs> that, that name the, sounds the, like it, isn't the, it? The democracias. Yeah. That, that they, they have in, in, in Porto, they have the Fibra that is... Um, Brasileiros anti-fascistas, anti-Brazilian front, yeah. but they are also really social democrats. They're gonna listen, yeah, but I don't, I don't like... care <laughs> because there is some 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 self-proclaimed anarchists there also who are part of this collective, but their actions are more like now we're or on on the Lula livre, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, field, you know, free Lula field. <laughs> But yeah, it's usually all of those collectives are usually just like um, doing parades and organizing like events and everything like that. And it's not really like a direct help to people that are in those conditions of like having to ask for money. Mm-hmm. So it's not so much mutual help, it's just mm-hmm. yeah, mutual, mutual aid. aid. Isn't so much no, no, the, the, Bra- the Brazilian community is not. Um, like if you if you're gonna compare it to like the Cape Verdeans, you know, and even the Bangladesh community here, and the, they are really close and supportive, and they yeah. do a lot of associations, and uh, they they really support the people who are coming. Like direct support, but in, in the in Brazil, no, I I don't know. I think it, at first the Brazilian they doesn't have like this immigrant identity no, well built yeah. here in Portugal. I think that a lot of Brazilians that we uh, come here. And uh, we tend to think like Portugal as an extension of Brazil, yeah. you know, and it's not now actually. Now it's a, it's a completely different situation, and yeah. it's a real complex one. It's a thing, and this is a thing that you're gonna find like uh, in the hard way. Yeah, and then, yeah. Then after some while. Yeah, but in the start, I think most Brazilians don't proclaim like being mm. an immigrant no. or a refugee, no. even though technically we are. Yeah. yeah. Officially, there is no, no. This organization you you mentioned in the beginning, this immigrant, whatever action. Mm-hmm. Um, Kaip. Is, Kaip. Kaip. Um, <laughs> would you say it's, does it have some political agenda? Is it anarchist or something like that? Um, no, no. Um, the organization, there is no more. Yeah. The. We we are we didn't proclaim ourselves anarchists, but we have like a, a closed principle uh, principle ladders that we stand for horizontality, for autonomy, for direct action as a method. So um, like um, in my school that I came, um, this kind of social fronts we don't idolize ideal. Uh, nós não ela. We don't. Uh, I ideologize You don't put yeah. ideology, 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 ideology before yeah. before yeah. the the like yeah. Yeah. and I is actually for me when someone says that he is an anarchist that that that's big some little to me is no it's not a, don't, doesn't say much you know for me it's is is way stronger that we agreed on sub certain tactics mm-hmm. no. Yeah, it's this distinction of anarchist theory and anarchist yeah. ways of organizing. Yeah, like. that, that, that's on the, on the social fronts. Yeah. On, on a political organization, it's okay, you, you must have a, a bigger coherence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But on, the, like, for example, on the RAM, on Rede de Apoio Mútuo, the Mútuo Aida Network, we don't discuss uh, 
philosophy, political philosophy there, no? When the when people started, it's like no, this is not the space, you know. <laughs> like let's split up some other time. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, first it's mas masturbation. Eh? Second, uh, it it have the it can implode, you know. Uh, Our organization for the, the discussing the stars and the constellations, you know, like what? <laughs> Assassinatos causados por gangster polícia Na avenida São Miguel três corpos foram encontrados Fuzilados RDS, MOL e CGP Que aparentavam menores de 18 anos Todos de corpada E foi mais um fato que com certeza por muitos foi esquecido Talvez menos por nós por termos sido criados no meio da maldade Onde matarem honra de sua personalidade E eu vou Vou citar alguns nomes Pra vocês acreditarem Pé de Pato, Cabo Bruno, Conte Lopes Passaram por lá Somente pra matar Somente pra matar Apavoraram as ruas noturnas de São Mateus Pequeno e pobre e humilde, mais um bairro meu E lá não há conforto, sim Existe fome, miséria, morte, muquivo Somente sufoco e tristeza espalhados por todos os lados Por todos os lados E as crianças não são mais crianças, são drogados Não brincam mais de pega-pega Correndo dia e noite pelos becos da favela, sim Trazem maus incentivos Usando eles como oficiboys da malandragem Por um papel eles fazem diversas viagens Escaparam do perigo Tem rato pra todo lado Pra cruzar os nossos caminhos Em cada canto da cidade Tem uma favela Assim dizia o ditado Mas Em São Mateus tem favela Espalhada pra todos os lados Se correr o bicho 
bicho pega, se ficar extermínio some Porque primeiro matam pra depois saber seu nome Sendo assim, paz nunca mais, mais. Com a paz sempre sonhei Tudo no mundo escuro, afastado de todos, de tudo, de próximo da polícia Nos tornando as vítimas de justiceiros Na madrugada pra morrer, basta apenas ser preto ou pobre suspeito Tiram nossos direitos de viver em paz, paz, paz nunca mais Agindo novamente em cima de inocentes Sempre arruma um pretexto para um tiroteio Onde mataram um sujeito que não devia nada Ou talvez quase nada Tá certo que eu sabia que ele não era santo Também sabia que não estava envolvido naquele que insultou Dia 26 de março de 94 Foi assassinado com dois tecos no peito na cabeça lá se foi o Renato Cocorã, outro assassinato Nada justificado, ficou só nos comentários Mais um arquivo fechado, fechado.